Podcast Audio. Hi, and welcome to this week's episode of Take What You Need, the podcast featuring Alex Camp of Earth to Alex. We discover the art of being playful in your spiritual journey and of evolution and softness, as well as being flexible with boundary making. It's a really powerful conversation with a really gentle and powerful person who's been very instrumental in my healing journey. So I'm so excited to share this message with you guys today. So with that, I invite you to get into a nice, comfortable seated position. You can soften your gaze or close your eyes. There is no right or wrong way to show up in this moment. Take a deep breath in the nose. Fill it out with a sigh through the mouth. And I invite you to come as you are and take what you need. zooms with us so this is really fun to get to do this in person and share you are such an instrumental person in my healing journey up until this point it's been like kismet that we've met and I'm so honored to have you in here to talk and share and lift you up and lift your voice and this platform is as much mine as it is yours so thank you so much for being here today Aww, thank you Lexi You're welcome. it feels so cozy to be here with you too thank you thank you yeah I know I feel like how we met I mean a few people have heard this story but for my end I had followed you on Instagram for some time now and I just really was like admiring your way of showing up in that space and it's so authentic and real and I sent you a DM, like, I don't know, September 21, maybe? Wow, to the day. I think so. Is that our anniversary? (laughs) It is! (laughs) When we became friends! We went from mutuals to lovers. When she slid into my DMs. I did. did. (laughs) Well, like, around that time, and I just said to you, like, hey, like, I don't know you, but I really appreciate you. I see you. I see your magic. I think it's um, oftentimes in that kind of space when people are doing healing work, it's you know who's real and you know who's not. So when mm-hmm. I was seeing you do your things, I was like, yes, this girl's got it. She's doing it. And you needed to hear it. Aww. And I, I wanted you just to know that like people see you. Oh, thanks, Lexi. You know, I, I definitely remember seeing and reading that message. And we, we had been following each other for a while yeah. before that. Yeah. And the feeling was so mutual, so resonant, so aligned. I really related to a lot of your content, too. And it nourished me in a lot of ways that was definitely in the pandemic times yes yeah um when a lot of us were were needing a little lift Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah just so good yeah it was nice to be seen yes yeah it's nice to be seen in such a like uh, open way of like hey I don't know where this is gonna lead I don't know what this is but I just see you I see you doing your thing love you so much keep keep doing it girl and then like what two years later 
we showed up at the Singing Sun coffee shop in Ventura. Like, out of the blue, I had moved. Life had happened. I'd finally moved, made my way up here. I was living in Santa Paula. And my roommate and I went to Singing Sun, which became my, like, quickly favorite coffee shop of all time. So great. And you were outside as we were walking past you, and I was like... Yeah, I was walking in as you guys were coming <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, and I was like, Alex? <laughs> and you were like, yeah? And I'm like, I'm, I'm Black Magic Woman. And you were like, oh my god! <laughs> well, honestly, I had never expected... you. you I, like, you were like a little angelic being. Oh. Like, I had never expected to meet you in real life. Really? <laughs> like, it just totally threw me off. I was like, what? <laughs> You're here in Ventura? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was definitely a little magic it was. moment. It was. Because I, I felt the same way. I felt the same way. I still feel that way about you. It's like mm-hmm. seeing you in person. I was like, like I'm a fan. I have to say something. <laughs> She's real. I have to go talk to her right now. So like approaching it was like I just had to do it. My roommate, like in that moment, I was like, that's Alex. And she's like, who's that? And I'm like, before she could even like finish her thought I was like hello like I have to talk to you I'm so glad you did yeah I was like yeah it was just one of those things that I knew I had to do it I knew I felt like I had to do it and then it just so random so out of the blue we exchanged numbers so fast and I was like I hope she doesn't think I'm like a psycho stalker I just like want to be mutuals I want to be friends I want to like spend time with her thanks for initiating thanks for being the vulnerable one I I will always do that I will always do it I don't even I maybe was kind of on autopilot about it it just felt like I had to do it and you just jump and you do you know Mm -hmm. so yeah it was so amazing and even then it just like kind of birthed this incredible relationship and even just a few short months of us just knowing each other in real life yeah it's pretty bonkers I feel very like yeah I feel like very like connected and I feel like so honored to share space and community with you and it's so like and like it just keeps growing and it keeps going and it yeah, keeps so easy. building and yeah. I remember the first time we hung out yeah. and had dinner. It was just like, yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you everything about me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so fun, like little kids. Totally, a hundred percent. That's exactly what yeah, it feels like. Yeah, like birth in playfulness, really. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and that is the theme of this episode today: is the art of play and letting things just kind of take shape and like go with it. And mm. I feel like. We had talked about this a few days ago, and you were like, I don't know if I do that. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, all you are is play. <laughs> like, all you are is this art of, like, openness and, f- like, free-flowing energy and imagination. And it's like, I've seen it in your practice. I've seen it just in your personality. And, like, who better to share this kind of, like, openness with people? And, like, I don't think it's something you can, like, quantify or, like, bottle. Mm. But, like, you are, like, to me, the best guide for that kind of wow. thing. Wow. <laughs> such a compliment yes yeah no I yeah I feel myself kind of being like wow Lexi really sees me like that because um yeah I don't I don't always see myself like that even though I definitely incorporate a lot of imagination and play and creativity into my life and certainly my practice Mm -hmm. and energy healing um I do take myself seriously I can get bogged down and I can feel um you know, quite, yeah, quite serious. Yeah. I so definitely I think. just love that you see me that way. Yeah. No, I think there's definitely like purpose to what you do. And there is like an honor that comes with the work that you do. And like, okay. So also for people who don't know, um, Alex was my master Reiki teacher extraordinaire <laughs> and gave me my certification and we're going to do our teacher training together and like just showed up in such a beautiful way. But there's a lot of honor that comes with what you do. And I've 
witnessed that as a student, seeing you just like it's very intentional the work that you do and it's yeah there is like a lot of seriousness and you do take yourself very seriously because you're what you're doing is filled with honor and lineage and legacy so I could definitely see that idea of like seriousness but there's also so much fun when we're like playing and laughing and like just showing up in this space like yes there is like in a very intentional serious way and manner but there's so much freedom. Mm, yeah, yeah. I was just going through and editing our pictures yes. from your master training. Yeah. And there are so many moments where people are giggling or laughing or just really excitedly chatting. Yeah. Like like little kids would yeah. talking about dinosaurs or something they're excited about. Yeah. And um, yeah, there's like such a levity mm. to to yeah, the energy healing exploration yeah, space absolutely. and, and you, process. Yeah, and you hold space for that and you provide that. Like, I remember the last day we did like a meditation, a guided meditation kind of of like turning yourself into a planet. Yeah. And like melting yourself down and then turning yourself into this planet. And what do you see when you land on your planet? And like, there is a lot of imagination in my work too and like play, but not like that. And so it was even kind of like funny doing it for myself because I was like this sounds this feels silly but it's so real you know and you're like just let it go let it do let it do and I'm like you're right it's safe to do this like it doesn't have to be like oh and we're we're carving away at this heavy sore you know yeah. like your mother or whatever. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's like no absolutely not, no that's poignant really yes, yeah. yeah it's like it doesn't have to always be that and there's still things that get excavated there's still work and energy and healing that comes from being a big blue planet crashing against other planet or whatever the case may be so it was cool it was something even that I felt like oh this is kind of funny and silly and I felt maybe a little uncomfortable and I was just like lean into it you know like do do it (laughs) and you gave that space and I think that's really cool so thank you for that yeah um I'm so happy that it could meet an edge for you a little bit yeah because it it did for me too Mm -hmm. when I first started doing that Mm -hmm. um and that's good yes it's good to come up against that edge even for yourself as a healer because that means you have more capacity to hold for your client yeah and um yeah I find the play really helpful in work working with people's trauma Mm. um, because a lot of people already know their issues. They know their problems. They know their patterns. And probably they've been facing it head on for several years already. Yeah. So giving them a creative practice that you can guide them through, almost like you're diving into their psyche and you're their little tour guide. Yeah. And you're there to keep them safe and you're there to just hold it down for them. Yeah. And they, you can tell them, okay, like, what's here to the right? Like, what's in this dark cavern? And they're like, ooh, I don't know. But you're like, I got you. We're yeah. going to go in there. I have a <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Bring in whatever you need to help the safety. Um, yeah, help, help them feel safe. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, you can kind of kind of skirt your way around those, like, you know, really, really hard, like, let's look at this. <laughs> and it's more playful, like, oh, what? there's a little frog in that cave I didn't know like what is that what does that mean and sometimes it doesn't even matter what it means but the visuals and the sensations Mm -hmm. can help alleviate Mm -hmm. some of the stagnation the clutter the tension there yes the weight yes so 
as you were saying about like finding creativity i think there's just like movement in that that probably people aren't even open or aware of it happening like that freedom to just play a little bit where it's like in this constant need to figure out figure out figure out this energy is so serious and so heavy and like you said people come in already knowing what they're you know what they're facing so like giving them an opportunity to like even ease up the energy a little bit or just like shift perspective and give them space to just like yeah like play a little or just be more open in a different way like even when I've worked with you and we're like we're walking through a forest together and I'm like okay we're walking through the forest and like I'm now I'm in my water okay and then like it's like these little pebbles are falling off of me and I'm like okay (laughs) like it's so refreshing instead of it being like all right we're laying here and on your left hip is your mother wound and it's like your father (laughs) and like your grandmother and it's like you know this really heavy like and it can be definitely and like the things that you're facing even in play can come up and be feel heavy Mm -hmm. but I think it's it's a nice refreshing energy to have someone just kind of guide you through a beautiful place in a safe beautiful way and your younger self shows up in a beautiful way and everything feels like light light hearted even if it is something that you're like wow I'm really like working through this heavy thing right now and to have like a, a container of just like a little bit of softness and a little bit of like freedom and a little bit of like movement rather than it being this really like pivotal point picking at a zit <laughs> exactly <laughs> pressurized yeah you know? yeah definitely yeah I think you said that all really well yeah would you say that play has always been something you've incorporated in all of your journey up until this point or is it something that you're recognizing more so now like let's say like from the beginning baby Alex healer was play something that you incorporated maybe not even cognizantly just like something like that just was or like how would you say play like has kind of flown into your practice up until this point um well I would definitely say I've always loved being super creative yeah and I've loved anything to do with magic or fairies or divination since I was really young Mm -hmm. but most of that was um it harbored a lot of shame for me actually Mm -hmm. like I didn't want to be made fun of for believing in fairies or thinking you could you know we didn't use these words back then but manifest things or you know be able to tap into subtle energies Mm -hmm. um hence divination or tarot or even astrology um so that was like a little bit of my secret life okay um and I loved being alone and playing on my own Mm -hmm. as a child probably for that reason yeah like just going out in the backyard and looking for fairies or reading my fairy books Mm -hmm. um or yeah just like inventing things out of cardboard boxes um just really living in that world of my own imagination yeah um so definitely it's been a part of me in that way for a really long time Mm -hmm. um as far as reiki and my work and practice involving play i feel like i always just intuitively knew that if someone came in and i was really serious Mm -hmm. about that about their issues Mm -hmm. it just wasn't very warm it's like going to the hospital yeah going to the hospital and getting a diagnosis Mm -hmm. is scary a lot of people have a lot of fear around going to the doctor right for that reason right 
um, we already have that very clinical side of things covered. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. I want to be a different energy. Yeah. I want my space to be a very different kind of space for them to walk into. Um, and yeah, so far it is just really helpful in opening people up. Mm-hmm. So I've continued down that road. Yeah. Maybe eventually I'll turn a different corner and sure. do something very different. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. But so far... I really like this path of creative Mm -hmm. healing. They do call it the healing arts. Right. After all. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Art. (laughs) Absolutely. I think it also speaks to maybe that fearfulness and gives them a place to kind of put it down, which is so important, especially like in this healing work. And yeah, like people do show up and it's heavy. And if you're like new to them, they don't know what to expect. And you come in and you're just like, here's some tea let's just see, you know, let's just see what's going on. And like, there's no right or wrong way to show up here. And we're just going to see and like, it's all about you in this place and getting to put it down, whatever that looks like for you. And I think like, that's so important, especially in this healing work, especially if it is something that's so like, you're not able to grasp it or like, there is like quantifying and there is a lot of science behind this work, but it's still something very new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And very mysterious. And yes. To a certain extent, probably will always have a level of mystery. I agree. Um, yeah. And then, you know, there, there's also just the aspect of allowing mm-hmm. what is, I think that's a big part of it too. Mm-hmm. Um, when you go to the doctor, there's always something prescribed or something they're trying to fix about you. Right. And in energy healing, I mean, certainly we're trying to increase vitality and mm-hmm. uh, release stagnation, um, but a good portion of my sessions is just allowing what is. It's okay. Yeah. You have discomfort. That's okay. Yes. I, we can be here. It's yeah. safe to feel this discomfort. Yeah. Even the pain. Yeah. If someone's coming in and they have lower back pain, for instance, mm-hmm. it's okay. Let's let's be with the pain. Mm-hmm. Let's try not to resist it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's explore what it feels like to just feel safe feeling the sensations mm-hmm. so we can feel safe in our bodies. Absolutely. That is a transformative act. Yeah. To just simply allow yourself to feel safe in your body mm-hmm. and to allow whatever's happening to happen. Absolutely. You mentioned this idea of like feeling safe and letting people feel safe with you. Was there someone in your life that made you feel safe to transmute this like shameful, isolating feeling of like magic and fairies and all these things? Was there like a pivotal moment or person that allowed you or permission granted for you to be like, and this is who I am, baby? Like, did anyone give you that space or did you just kind of have to make it for yourself? Who, uh, you know. I think part of my journey and probably my chosen journey is to not have someone to open these doors for me. Mm. Um, So I have to do that on my own and go first and then open those doors for other people. Mm. Um, And it has been scary and it has been very confronting. Um, I found books to be helpful. Um, I remember when I was 17, the book The Secret came out and being obsessed with it and using really, really simple manifestation techniques 
to just like visualize the bus coming you know like waiting for the bus and being like oh my god how long is this gonna take um and you know because yeah I grew up in Hawaii and the bus system is like sometimes the bus is like an hour late yeah um and so I would just like be visualizing the bus the bus is coming it's gonna turn around the corner right now like I feel it and then I really would feel like oh it works like Like, this does work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this does work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yeah. think, like, you know, maybe at that point, like, in my teenage years, it was still, I mean, it's funny, the symbolism of, like, this book called The Secret and right. then this, like, secretive life of mine. Yeah. Um, I didn't talk about it much, okay. even still then. Yeah. Like, I wasn't telling my friends, like, look what I've learned. Yeah. I was just kind of, like, keeping it to myself yeah. because I didn't want people to roll their eyes at me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want them to – I don't want to, I didn't want to get rejected, I yeah. guess, yeah. for something that felt so real. real to you, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because I, I think I learned early on that things like that were a little weird, like, even mm. when I was very young, I'd have all these dreams and, like, even waking life. I mean, what we'd call hallucinations at this point. Okay. But I would have so many paranormal experiences. Yeah. And my parents took me to the doctor for that. Right. Um, and they'd, the doctor would just tell me, well, like, turn the lights on or something <laughs> yeah, like that. Like, Thank you so much. Yeah. They, you know, like, yeah. if, if I met a child like that going through that kind of thing now, mm. I would likely tell them there's something to explore there. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, certainly not, uh, enforce that they're crazy. <laughs> right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah. I can't wait for you to be an auntie to my children. Oh, yeah. I like me when too. You, when oh you were gosh, saying that, too. I just felt that like you were exactly the type of like person and energy I want in my child's life to know that like, yeah, your mom is a witch and so am I and we are and you are and you are special and magical and there's room to explore those things so I like I really like I saw that and I felt that I'm like yeah you're gonna be an auntie to my kids like yes (laughs) be auntie to my kids yeah I'll be living in some little forest absolutely we will find you yes I can see it now yeah absolutely little flower (laughs) crowns I can see it now absolutely I I definitely relate to the idea of like shame or just that secret life that you you have and I was in a relationship where like he didn't really necessarily agree with anything that I believed and as my like spiritual journey was in like becoming uh, he was not at all involved in it and had no like I would try to share things with him and it wasn't at all reciprocated or like accepted at all and it was like how do you know this I'm like because it's what I it feels so real to me like how can it be wrong or how can it not be real if I feel like this is so genuine to me and so I, I remember that feeling of a lot of like like secrecy and hiding and maybe maybe you can speak to your journey too but it got to a place where it was just like uncomfortable and like I had to choose me or him and I was like I'm gonna choose me <laughs> like I'm gonna step out and be myself and there is like a lot of that fear of rejection or of like oh like I just don't want to stand out any more than I already am like I don't want to I don't want people to look at me any differently than they already do and like so having to really choose that is scary and being a way maker is heavy and big it can be lonely it can be isolating yes yeah definitely it can but I'm so proud and glad that you've chosen to lean into it and be that person that makes the way and opens the door and is like come on in people the water's fine like that's it's such a big heavy burden but we're so grateful that you look at it as a privilege 
I, I mean, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that people are finding use in my work. And um, for me, it doesn't really feel like a burden. It feels like a cha- like an exciting challenge yes. um, to take on and step up. Yes. And I'm always finding new edges, yeah. um, whether it's showing up on social media yeah. or um, teaching a class. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it you know even at one point calling myself an energy healer was a huge edge for me. Um, so yeah, and now it's not even a thing. Yeah, like totally. I went to a birthday party last night, yeah. and people are are, on the, are all around the table like, "What do you do? What yeah. do you do? What do yeah. you do?" I'm not like I'm an energy healer. Yeah. A what? <laughs> Every time. Every time. Every time. Oh, and I'm like you know. And then you start talking, sure. and they're like leaning in, yeah, yeah, leaning yeah. in, yeah. leaning in. Yeah. But when before I was terrified to talk about it, yeah. And um, you know, I, I have a lot of friends that are super highly smart academic people, PhDs. Yeah. Yeah. They have PhDs. I do not have a PhD. Right. Um, you okay. know, they're doctors, they're attorneys, they're yeah. marketing exec- ex- executives. Yeah. They're like saving people's lives, you know. And yeah. so, um, I used to have a lot of shame of even sharing with my high school friends. Mm oh, this is what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what I'm passionate about. This yeah. is what I'm working on. This yeah. is what I'm building. Yeah. Um, and now I can so openly talk to them about it. Yeah. And I find that I'm met actually with so much curiosity yeah. and even um, admiration. Yeah. Like, they're like, wow, like, you didn't have to go to school for eight years? Yeah. And you're helping people? Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, just, li- just life school. Yeah, yeah. Just school. Just, just stumbling my way through. Yeah, just exactly. figuring it out as I go along. Yeah. I think there is, yeah, it's interesting to, like, introduce yourself. I remember having a lot of, like, fear around telling people I was a Reiki healer for such a long time because it's not conventional and, like, I wanted so for so long to cling to what is like quote unquote like normal and like I just always wanted this like beige life quote unquote like mm, beige. This beige yeah like a beige safe safe beige neutral life where like you just are and you're existing and you're doing your normal job with your normal husband and your normal kids and your little Toyota Camry and you're living your best life and it's all just very natural and neutral. And that's something I've craved for such a long time because I, I mean, I grew up in a really tumultuous like childhood and it's on top of having all these gifts and on top of all this other stuff, I just wanted like safety yeah. and neutrality. And so even like embracing this life has been a challenge it's Mm. it's work and it's I mean now I feel like I'm leaps and bounds from where I was but yeah for so long that's what I longed for and so I would feel like a a fear like you said or that rejection or that like nervousness of being like well this is actually what I do oh no this is purple yes it's it's, (laughs) it's sparkling it's tingly It's so much more than just beige, you know, yeah, and, like, and, yeah, and yeah. introducing yourself as such and allowing yourself to be seen and really putting yourself forward. That was work. That's practice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I think so many people can relate to that. Like, no matter what they're... <laughs> Maddie saying her too, yeah. her too. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, yeah, no matter what, you know, they're passionate about, you know, if their yes. parents are energy healers and yeah. they want to be a biologist, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then maybe that's their big thing. Totally. That's like, oh my God, what's mom going to say? Right. <laughs> when I went out, I tell her I want to work in a lab. <laughs> 
That's why I feel like something I'll like incur like with my children, and they'll be like, "I want to be a doctor." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Yeah. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> why? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. schooling for what? Yeah. Sweetie, no. Oh, that schooling. Oh, that schooling for what, darling? Yeah. <laughs> like stirring a pot yeah, of herbs. Magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just feel like so many people are so scared. Yes. About what people are going to think. think of them yes. when they finally reveal what they really want yes and we all you know all of us just want what's best for our friends don't we yes we we do we want people to share their gifts yes because then we benefit exactly absolutely Yeah. yeah i have i had a friend i was talking to the other day and she makes flower essences for and she's made flower essences for years and she's so intentional She's an artist as well, mm-hmm. so you know she's, like, putting so much creative juice into her process, yeah. and she's, like, scared to offer them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, girl, <laughs> I'm going to love you no matter what. Absolutely. But I sure would like some of those essences. <laughs> <laughs> Should have uh, sent those over here so I can share it with people. Yeah, yeah exactly. But I get it, too. Yes, I get yes. that it's terrifying. It is. Um, we were just having a conversation in another podcast episode pretty recent today even talking about showing up anyway and loving people where they're at and like I was saying how there's nothing more thrilling to me than someone lighting their candle and like what I mean by lighting their candle is like finding their purpose sharing it saying it this is what I'm doing, this is who I am, and like becoming and really stepping into who they really are, there is nothing more enlivening and gut-wrenching for me than seeing someone light their candle and really step into their purpose because I remember what it was like when I was scared to step into my purpose and say like, hi, I'm a regular, this is what I do for a job. And to see someone else like have the courage, I'm like, yes, like go! do it yes like I'm so proud of you like that is the best feeling in the world so I love when people come to me and they have that same like fear in their eyes and they're like but I like I whisper I'm a whisper of a Reiki healer I'm like no you're a healer you know I love to be able to be that person to like encourage them because I not that I didn't have people encouraging me but I had to do it for myself Mm -hmm. I really did you have to shake off that fear and be like am I doing this or not you know oh yeah yeah it it becomes life or death and like that (laughs) sounds dramatic but it's true like no it is true yeah like this is like either you choose the path or you're wilt i'm not gonna will Mm -hmm. i can't there's too much important stuff happening we have too much important things to do yeah yeah and um i don't know there's another little meditation sort of visualization that i take some of my clients on where they're at this sort of fork in the road in their life Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, it's like, do I choose safety or do I choose liberation, freedom, excitement? And so I take them on this, like, you know, little forest journey, like, down the path. But then there's a fork in the road. And then one side is, like, this beautiful meadow that they've been down this meadow path a hundred times, maybe. And they have their little inner child with them. And they know this path as well. And it's, like, beautiful flowers over here. And... Maybe there's um, some animals, some squirrels here that they see every time, and they can have a little picnic here, and Mm -hmm. it's very mellow, and it's very enjoyable, Mm -hmm. it's very safe. Yeah. And then there's the other road, where it's like cliffs, 
and eagles, and there's an ocean on the other side of the cliffs, and a boat, and an island, and we kind of go exploring there together, like, and I ask them, too, like, what do you see there? What's there? How's your inner child feel? Uh And, like, you guys can take a break if you want to, Uh and it's, like, every single time, like, that's the one they really want to choose and explore and go down. Yeah. Um, because that's what our heart wants. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was like, that's the heart's inner desire. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't think we're trained enough to really tap into when our heart is just straight up singing. Yeah. Like, there's a very palpable feeling when our heart is just like, yes, like, yeah. do this. Yeah. And even being an energy healer, like, that, the, my very first training, I felt that. Yeah. But I was like, no. <laughs> I could, I couldn't possibly. No, no, that's silly. Yeah. And and I I kind of stifled it down for three years, but it yeah. it kept kind Longer of tugging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still here. Yeah, I'm not going away. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing about choosing safety yeah. and cho- or, or choosing the thing like yeah. choosing safety. If your heart sings doing something else mm-hmm. that's not that safe thing, then you're it's never gonna go away. No. Like that little, little tug, it's never going to go away. Right. So eventually you do have to make that choice. Right. Like, am I going to be here where my heart doesn't sing? Right. Right. Or am I going to take some risks? Right. And am I okay okay with that? Yeah. Right. Am I okay with living my life? Knowing my heart isn't singing? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, you can't really make that choice for anybody. But I think... I am a very, like, impassioned person, so it's, like, when anybody even just gets a whiff of it, an inkling, I'm like, that's the one! Yeah, you! <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, I can't even help myself. Yeah. I'm like, you're going to do what you want, naturally. You're always going to do what you want, and I want that for you. But, like, this is really good. Yeah. <laughs> this is the beginning of everything. Right. And it's worth that, at least taking that step forward. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't tell you what it's going to look like on the other side, but, like, I'm there to, sh- to cheer you on the whole way, you know? Yeah, it is. I I really felt that like that movement of like my heart singing and like getting comfortable to know what recognizing what that feeling is. My heart is singing. Like, what's something that's made your heart sing recently? Recently, what's made my heart? Or like, sing? what's the thing that come? What kind of thing? Yeah, comes to mind? my move. I'm, yes. Yes. My move. I'm moving. For anyone who doesn't know, I am moving. I'm moving on November 1st. I've been living in Santa Paula for about seven months now, and I finally found my oasis in Ojai and downtown. Like, just heaven, heaven, heaven on earth. Everything I could ever dream of, really. And every time I think about it, my heart hums. Like, it's just like this very, like, warm, mmm, like, mm, yummy, yeah. delicious, like, Mm, like and it just doesn't go away and it's so exciting and like the days are nearing and I'm really excited about it I don't actually know when this episode will launch so November 1st is when I'm moving but at the time I don't know when this will launch but for me it's like I feel this hum and I know it's right and like even if like days have passed and I don't talk to the landlord because she's moving into her house too so like there's a lot of emotion and things happening but like she'll reach out to say hey do you need this or this is coming together and like she'll check in with me and I'm like this is for me and it's not going away and it's and it's for me and it's that's what's made my heart sing in the more recent days like when waiting for the bus to come and visualizing this and like trying holding to like the vision holding but like also like trying to like be open to what comes and like 
like I find when I'm manifesting I don't want to like put too much pressure on to for it to be what it's supposed to be like just letting it be but also like I just want this thing and then like trying to like let it let it run its course kind of thing yeah instead of like making to be so rigid about the ideal so like for this this house like it, it checks off all the boxes even like inadvertently it's the one it's the one yeah Thank you yeah, for asking me that. It's beautiful. Yes. What beautiful about you? Palace. Thank you. What's made your heart sing lately? Being in the forest. Yeah. 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 Um, me and my partner went to Oregon like a month and a half ago. Yeah. And just being in the forest, yeah. like my heart is so happy. Yes. Around all the smells and the trees and that green color and it, yeah. Yeah. Undeniable feeling. Yes. Absolutely. It's so centered. It's so you. It, like, speaks to, like, your nature and, like, you being one with it. Like, I remember we were talking about you being an organ and it just, like, clicked. It was, like, it just, like, it feels like a clicking in, you know? Like, yeah. a, when everything in the alignment and it just feels like you're just, like, there it is. Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah, and I went to Spirit Weavers this year for the oh, first yeah, time. Yeah. And that's when it really started. I, yeah, I was in Eugene and just in the forest over there. Yeah. And my heart was, like, it felt like... I was doing like a back bend, like my, my <laughs> chest is like yeah. so open to the sky. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, just like this immense amount of just yeah openness. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, my heart was just wow. And then yeah, so I had to come back like a month later. Yeah. And be, be in it again. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait for my next trip. To absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's calling to you. It's so. Like, everything's working itself out to get that to that point again. Absolutely. And it doesn't go away either. That, like, that call doesn't go away. We were, again, we were talking in this other podcast about answering the call. Mm. And, like, how even if there's, like, a time of wait or a time of, like, figuring it out, the call will still be made. You know what I mean? Like, it can't – it's never wrong. That feeling cannot be wrong. Yeah. It's just about the time and the right timing. And, like, yeah, you're, like, okay, maybe you're anticipating the phone turning kind of thing. And it's, like, it'll – when it's time, when it's your time, you will pick up the phone and you oh, will go. Yeah, you know? yeah. Every time without fail. Without fail. Because that feeling is so undeniable. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been interesting to walk this path as, like, a, as a spiritual person and to become a healer and to become, you know, like, a guide of some kind. And especially you mentioned social media, too. Like, was – when you post on social media, is that – like, what is your intent behind that? Is there an intention behind it? Is it just to share the message? Is it just, like, I just, social media is a thing and we have to do it. Or, like, what are you, what's your feeling on that? Especially because you do have a bit of a platform and you are, you know, someone that people look to. And what does that feel like for you? Huh, that's interesting. I I haven't really been super active in posting very consistently mm-hmm. on social media. I kind of go, I let myself go through phases yeah. of posting and you know letting it just be there yeah um especially because now I have a space yeah and so soft landing space um you know has a lot of events mm-hmm. we have cute little events we yeah. have movie nights we are we're gonna you're gonna come I we're, am we're gonna make a marigold garland yes, together and absolutely. watch practical magic I next I've week never, I've never seen practical magic oh my gosh <laughs> it's gonna be so, so fun excited. Yeah. so cute yes um and then of course we have the trainings there mm-hmm. and so just advertising for those like inviting people like yeah. come on over we're here we have all price rate you know we have free book clubs yes. and you know we have donation-based talking circles and we have a a death discussion which Mm -hmm. has been 
so fantastic. But yeah, just like, you know, advertising those things has been really my social media presence lately. Um, or if I'm, you know, selling little things, like I've been making jewelry lately. I love making jewelry. So I've been selling those on social. Um, but yeah, lately it's just been kind of fun and light. I think I used to, and you know, maybe I will again at some point, but I used to approach social media more of like a diary yeah, and like be so vulnerable there. Mm -hmm. Um, and right now I'm just not in a season Mm -hmm. for for that yeah I appreciate the ebb and flow because it does feel just like with having platforms it feels kind of like a responsibility to constantly like "Ah!" (laughs) I have to be plugged in I have to tap in I have to I have to share I have to whatever and like I kind of find myself getting in that same headspace too of like oh I just did this thing so I now have to share about it or whatever and it's like I think there's it's such a cool approach to be able to just give yourself space to let it be what it is and like it's not that deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that serious. Yeah. It just never really is that serious. Yeah, no, it's, it's always really funny to me when people are, like, popping on social media, like, sorry, like, I've been away for so yeah. long. It's like, babe, take a break. Like, it's okay. We're good. Yeah. We're good, babe. Yeah. Just be free. Yeah. <laughs> free, your, on vacation. free yourself. Just go do your thing. Yeah. We'll see you when you're back around. Right. Yeah. The world still turns. You're not missing a thing. You're mm-hmm. not missing a thing. Like Yeah, and you don't owe your you don't owe anything. You really don't. That's the point. Like right every there. time you post and share something yeah. about your life, yeah. like is is a bit of a gift. Absolutely. It's a like, privilege. You really don't need to no. do don't. that. You don't. You really yeah. don't. I think um for me, for Black Magic Woman, it started off as, like, a hobby, and it's always been, like, a love child of just, like, a place... My intention really was to... Just a place to put my feelings. That's literally all it was. I had no intent of it doing anything more than that for wow. me. yeah. And it's serving its purpose, and that was all. I was just like, I have a lot of feelings, and there's a lot of funny content in the world, and I want to share it. That's literally it. And so for it to blow up and for people to look for me as, like, a resource and stuff, I felt that pressure of, like, oh, my God, I need to be on it. Like, yeah, it on it all the time and um I had to set boundaries for that and not answer DMs and because people demand so much and sure and they need yeah and it's like I didn't I didn't want to do I didn't want to be that yeah you never intended no I was like I was like I'm just a girl like that's literally what it was like I'm just like when all of that stuff was happening I was like I'm just a girl you guys like I was just I needed a place to put my feelings I did not anticipate this taking off the way it has and I'm so grateful for that but I'm just a girl, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody. I'm just, just a person yeah, over I'm just, here. I'm just trying to figure it out myself, but um, I had to set some boundaries with that. And I was curious about like the boundaries that you set, especially like in your work and honoring your energy because you do pour a lot and you do all of your events and you're having your one-on-ones with people. So what is it like some boundaries that you've placed in your life as a spiritual person? as a person with a platform, as a guide, as all of these things, like what is it that maybe you like didn't have a boundary for that and then you're like, woof, there's a boundary there. She needed a boundary. It's me. I needed a boundary. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wouldn't say I'm a boundaries queen. I think I've definitely gotten better at boundaries. <laughs> yeah. I'm still learning. Um, I love giving to my clients. Like I love giving to my students. Yeah. Um, that feels good to me. Yeah. Um, I've gone through different phases of like really having a lot of structured boundaries and then it ends up not feeling good. So I'm honestly still exploring there, like what's right, Mm because I I don't want to become closed. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be a boss 
bitch. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. I, I want to be a compassionate, like, friend. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. That. yeah. So, you know, like, even with, like, my jewelry prices, like, yeah. I want... I want the girls to be able to play with the pieces. Like, I want to see people wearing the jewelry. Yes. I don't want people, like, spending their whole paycheck on a right, piece. Right, um, right. So, you know, some people would call that poor boundaries, and, and you know, just in pricing. But for me, it's just, like, I guess it's coming back to play, really. Yeah, like, I want to be able to play with people. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be this unattainable anything. Like, yes. even in my healing work, yes. like, I want to have discounted, like, sessions. Like, I want to have a sliding scale if you need it. Yeah. And I find that a lot of people don't take advantage of it. They, right. they just pay the full price. Right. So, you know, like, I, I like the flexibility there. And I think it's just in, in my nature of, like, being, being open. Yeah. And it, it's almost been, like, kind of a journey of, like, accepting that, like, sometimes I just kind of want to overgive. Yeah. And that's just what feels true and right. Mm. Um, so, <laughs> boundaries. But I, I definitely have had some incidents where I have had to make some, like, very, very clear boundaries. Yeah. I'm sure of that. <laughs> um, especially in my work. Um, but you just kind of cross those bridges when they come. Yeah. I think especially as a woman mm-hmm. um, who, like, anyone can just, like, go online and book a session with. Right. Of course, you're going to get, like, you know, a few interesting scenarios. Absolutely. So you just have to really know when something feels uncomfortable. I think it, it's, again, like, really just, like, listening to your body, listening to what your heart's saying. Yeah. If you're feeling, like, a lot of tightness in your chest yeah. around anybody, right. there's a reason for that. Sure. So um, that would be the time to, like, bring in your boundary queen um tools yeah absolutely <laughs> leave the room yeah <laughs> please go yeah. yeah I think that's really cool because when we talk about boundaries I mean I'm still working on my boundaries too because I am a giver and I am open and there is a lot of like sharing and you know flowing and all that good stuff but especially in this kind of work it feels like it feels good to me and that's what I want to do but I've also set the intention that like whoever's supposed to find me is supposed to find me you know and like yeah. and I trust that my guides and spirit and source and all of that has my back. So I know that if the people are coming to me, it's for a reason. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've, I feel lucky in that sense, but like, yeah, with definitely like my more Instagram platform than anything else, I've had to really set better boundaries and I've had people set them for me. And I was like, yeah, thank you. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> like I've had people like demand things of me and need things. And I'm like, I don't, I don't. And my friends like your DMS are closed. You don't answer DMs if you don't want to. And I was yeah. like, Yeah, no, I love that. And yeah. I was like, Thank you. And like, I was like, Be my social media manager. Like, I need that. Like, she's like, yeah. Your DMs are closed. If they want to talk to you, they can email you. And if they, you have to wait three to five business days to do these things. And I was like, I didn't have these opportunities in place or like these boundaries set in place. Yeah. But now that I do, I'm like, It's not being mean, it's preserving. It's preserving what I have. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that piece around like charging, like money, mm-hmm. is always really interesting too because. I always, for me, like, I have pillars in my healing practice that, like, healing is for everyone. And I want it to be accessible to everyone. So I want to obviously be, like, um, competitive or not even competitive or just, like, in flow with everyone that's working in the area that I'm working in. And I also want to offer open things for people to be able to just get what they need. Yeah. And, like, I'm good with that. So, because it's also, like, this isn't, like, really, like... Maybe it is, but, like, yeah, I don't want to be a boss bitch. Like, this isn't, like, business. Like, this is my life, and, like, these are offerings, and this is, yeah, I want to be smart about it, and I want to be able to, like, sustain 
Absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know. I just think, like, especially for boundaries, there's not just a one-size-fits-all thing. I like, agree. oh, when this person does this, you do this. Right. <laughs> right. Um, or even with, ta- like, session times. Yeah. I know that therapists have really structured session times. Yeah. I don't. Right. Um, I could not. If someone's crying. Right. And, <laughs> and it's time. <laughs> you said you're having hours been out there. a few yeah. more minutes. Right. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I kind of forget where I was going with that. But, yeah, I, I do think there's, like, flexibility with, you know, and feeling that body sense. Like, when you get mad. Yeah. That's, like, kind of when I tell, like, when it's, like, time to make a boundary for yeah. me. It's, yeah. like, oh, I'm mad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Like, once I'm pissed off, like, <laughs> that is, that means something needs to change. Sure. Okay. Sure. So, where am I overgiving here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, Like, let's take a step back. I agree. And, like, regroup. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That feeling of, like, maybe, like, for me, it comes up as resentment. Yeah. Or, like, yeah, like sure. I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Because, like, there is a point where I'm, like, I want to give and give and give and give because mm-hmm. I love it and I have it and I want you to have it. Yeah. And then I'm, like, okay. I feel, I'm feeling taken advantage of now and that's not their fault. It's mine. I, right, need, right, I right. need to reassess, like, what I can give and what I'm comfortable. Yeah. And what I want to yeah, share. Yeah, it's like yeah. an opening and closing. Yeah, like exactly. A, like, the seasons. Yeah. yeah like, you're, it's just, like, a different, like, a season of boundary making. Yeah. Yes. Season of protecting your yes. energy. Yes. Season of spending lots of time in solitude and taking care of yourself. And then there's seasons for giving, yeah. like... Like, I feel like it's very reminiscent of the summer. Like, summer, everyone's like, oh, here, have this. Yeah. Like, take that. Like, can I buy you something over here? And then winter, people are like, that's mine. That's mine. <laughs> I'm closing up the shop. I'm freezing. Yeah. Firewood. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's really funny. And then true, it's like spring is also like, okay, like I've, I'm, I'm kind of utilizing a little bit of what I have now. We're yeah, all coming out yeah. of it again. But right, I, I can right, see right. that. Like, we made it through the winter yeah. okay we're gonna be okay <laughs> and then summer times everybody's giving yeah giving, and then fall it's like maybe not as much giving now yeah. Yeah, yeah, winter yeah. time no giving right. <laughs> no warmth yeah. Yeah. yeah no I love that I think that's important and it matters because there is a lot of rigidity around boundary making and there should be and I think but there is it's so vast this idea of boundaries and I don't think it's just this one thing and I I think like, I know, like, I'm very soft, and I think, like, maybe there is a lot of undoing or unlearning for me to be like, boundaries are mean, you know, or whatever, because they're not. They're preserving you, and it's preserving what you have, and so you can Oh, my give gosh, more. we could have, like, literally a whole, like, four-hour conversation on boundaries. <laughs> like Because it is, like, such a big topic. It is. Yeah. But I do appreciate this idea of, like, a gentler approach to it, because it doesn't have to be this rigid thing. It can just be. And it can flow with where you're at in the moment, and it's not punishing anyone it's not punishing yourself it's not taking away from anything it's just like preserving what you have and being comfortable with that and knowing like what you need and listening again falling back to that idea of like listening to your heart listening Mm -hmm. to your body yeah trusting what you know and also like asking for help and like having someone else kind of guide you through that too like my friend stepping in to be like hey this is what you you should do I was like Thank God for you. This is a, this is what I needed. Like yeah, community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People can really initiate you like that. Yeah, yeah, and it's lovely, it and is. the universe speaks through them, yes. and that's it's yeah, it's it's perfect it is. when that happens. It is. It's I feel nice. like it does. It happens so often. It does. And, and you just, just have to be open. Yeah, yeah, like just to be open to receiving that message from like, someone. Oh, that's a possibility. Yeah, wow, like, cool. Literally, that I didn't even think that was something I could do, and they're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, so easy. So, so much easier than I thought. (laughs) 
Usually that's the case though. <laughs> it's that it's a lot easier than Close I thought. The door. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much easier than I thought. But yeah, I can't help it. Get a little, I think you get a little like in your own mind, you get complicated and you think and you're like, but what if, and it's this and it's that. And then you're like, you know what? Someone just kind of shows you that it can be easy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I mean, I feel like you're that for me, especially oh. like in my healing practice and healing in my journey. Like it's always so nice and refreshing when we get to be together and talk and like, I'll tell you something and you're like, tell me more about that. Let's explore that. And I'm like, okay. And then it's like, oh, you're right. <laughs> it is fun to be alive. It is fun and it's silly and it's okay. And I love that about you. I love that about your nature. And it's, it's given me a lot. So thank you well, for showing sexy. up in that sweetness because you are, that's, it's totally that. And I love it. And I love that this, your energy is so open and free flowing. And that always is such a refreshing take on so many things because it does feel so heavy and it does feel so like there's so much happening in the sky. There's so much happening in the world. And we all feel that. And I, th- time. I think this week has been very telling, you know, of this this time in our lives and all the things that are happening in the world. It's nice to be in community with someone that can see it and be like, you know, it's okay that it is. It's okay it's uncomfortable it's okay that it doesn't feel good it's okay that it's this and it's okay that it's flowing as it should yeah and have that reminder of like it's okay whatever yeah. it is it's okay yeah and like maybe we can't do something over there right um yeah like we we can't do anything in israel or occupied palestine but we can we can do something here like with our friends yep with our yeah, neighbors absolutely like yeah. a little our I was just saying to you today like your work is healing the world I really believe that like it's like even in these small what it feels like a container or it feels like just a moment with somebody it's like these healing energies are felt and spread and shared and reverberated through the world you know what I mean like these things are not just done in an incubation it's not just done in this one moment it's felt and I think that's also super important to be reminded of you know it's like we're doing our part we're doing our part and that feels good. Yeah. Yeah. Because it can feel a little bit debilitating yep. um, if you don't really know how to help or how to reach out or yeah. how to like find love again. Yeah. Um, but there are. There are so many ways to do that right where you are. Absolutely. 100%. Amazing. I want to give you an opportunity if there is something that you want to shamelessly plug in this mm. moment to just let it let it rip let the people <laughs> okay. know share it with the world if there's something that you want to you know highlight or yeah so i am working on something that i am really excited about right now that'll be launching um later this month maybe by the time this podcast is out um they are diy jewelry making kits <gasps> And I already have one out. It's a bead weaving earrings kit, but I'm going to be making one for my butterfly earrings. Yes! And also a cute little fairy necklace with a pearl bow. Um, so you'll every, everything will be in the kit. Yeah. Um, and then I have a video yeah. tutorial, so I take you through every step. Um, and they're super fun, super cute, totally affordable. Um, yeah, and they'll, they'll be out soon. That's so exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I've obviously we don't see this, but Alex is wearing these beautiful, like green iridescent, beautiful earrings that she's made. And she's just launched this out right before like gift giving season with all of her beautiful magic butterflies. And 
I love seeing them all over Instagram and I love seeing you make them and just like rock your beautiful art. It's so beautiful and fun and light and airy, just like you. So I'm so excited to get my hands. They're so fun. Yes. So fun to wear. They're very like nostalgic of sort of like Y2K. Totally. totally. (laughs) Like jellies, sandals, and like limited to like little shorts. Yeah. (laughs) Then you have like your little butterfly earrings. Yes. Yeah. And your side bangs. Oh my god, <laughs> not the side bang. Oh my god, I've, I've trained my bangs to go back and straight, like the Kardashians. <laughs> we all had the side bang for a time. Mm-hmm. It was a time. It was a time. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Lexi. Thanks for having me. For sharing your wisdom and your sweetness, and just sprinkling your fairy dust on this episode in my life. I love you very, very much. Love you too. And where can people find you? I have everything, pretty much every, yeah, everything on earth2alex.com. It's earth, spelled the regular way, T-O-A-L-I-X.com. And then I'm also on Instagram, earth, period, two, period, Alex. So you can find me there. And they will be finding you. (laughs) Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thanks, Lexi. You're welcome. Thank you so much for joining into this episode. I hope that you were able to find some sweetness and some play in this episode with Alex Camp of Earth to Alex. She is not only a gentle and loving force, but a creative and ever-flowing, ever-evolving healer. I'm so grateful to be in community with her as I am so grateful to be in community with you. So with that, stay creative, be soft, and know that it's okay. Take What You Need, the podcast was created by Lexi Bordeaux and Madeline Doss. Original music and production by Madeline Doss. This is a Bad Cat Audio podcast. Thank you.